wrote the shit in jail. Repeating the same mistakes in a singular life. Each lesson different from the last. I know all too well. Money, trust, laws, friendship, responsibility, love. Same cycle repeats itself in line with I, seeking a change. Only to find the same result in a different shape. Perhaps seen in a different way, yet the face never changes. Time reveals to all, it reveals you to me. Many times in many ways, in this man's singular life. Each different from the last, this you may not know at all. Faith says this will soon change. Thus, wisdom pours down its unrivaled brain. Nothing remains in true love. It did not with ours. Our lives entangled. Our hearts, our minds, our souls will stay the same. I cannot be ashamed. It made me the man I am today. There is something different, I will say. The memories of us slowly face to gray like a fog, then nothingness, only to recall our feelings of past days. I was once afraid of this dreadful weight, bearing down on my soul. Yet it was you to me who said this change was our only way. To keep our hearts at distant bay, one of us fluttered away, the other stayed, broken, hollow, and dismayed. Our lives, our singular lives, forever change. But what's yesterday without a brand new day? This man has lost so much without much gain. I am the same man who now stands so far away, warmed by a love he created in his own way. Shown from a butterfly who fluttered away. Forever gain, constant change. A better man today. You know, uh, a lot of people may not realize this about Wonder Man, but uh, I just wanted to drop something with y'all tonight for the ladies. All right, now, for the fellas, you know, trying to get y'all on some game, man. Because women make you better at a cost. They do. You're going to have to pay some shit. You're going to have to pay some sanity for, good, for a good woman. That's why all these bitches out here looking the way they do because they know they bad. They know what they got. Even if they ain't got it, they know how to use it. So if you want a better woman, you're going to have to pay for a better woman. And I mean that like emotionally and mentally, not financially. I mean, if that's what you do, that's what you do. But, you know, men grow wise and progress. Or they fall short and stay miserable. That's really what it is with women. Either we get better with our relationships or shit. You just ain't shit. I was that nigga. You know? That's all it is, man. That's all it is to it. Part two. All I could do for you. I proved to you. A lesser man you found, but a greater soul you saw in me. I was deep inside your body, it made you curl your toes. My presence filled your eyes, your touch, your mood, perhaps your soul. Young, lost, and searching, I knew I was a bit too much for you. Yet you tried, you stayed, you waited for more than a year, nearly two. We were faded, though time determined us as dating. Never to move along, our love song did not last long. My goal were to give you sunshine, yet you only heard the blue. I blamed you and you shamed me. We were both crazy. You were my mother, my lover, my better other. The man who held your lessons and confessions slowly faded out of your focus, becoming something else to you, a different man you no longer recognize. This sculpture was molded from your hand. Isn't that what every woman's plan is? You may not approve of your work, 
but I'm proud of who I am. Like the mountains of Takayama, strong, peaceful, standing tall as a man. That's the point, fellas. If you don't know that by now, you should know, man. Women's job is to mold us men into better men. But in turn, it takes a better man to make a better woman. So it still falls on us as good men to go out and look for a good woman. Because a good woman is going to inherently make you a better man. But if you... If you're just that nigga, if you're just down, it's going to carry. Maybe they might they might hurt you. Women, women are supposed to do that. And we, we ain't... As fellas, I give us the pass because of the fact that we, when it comes to women, we don't know how to use our emotions. So we just... And we just... Thinking is what gets us in trouble with women, fellas. For real. For real. But you got to... You got to move on. You got to understand your situation. You got to know what kind of man you are. You know, you got to make sure that in the essence of your manhood, you don't forget the ladies. You don't forget that they exist. You, you got to make the world a better place for them too, nigga. That's the point. Women are supposed to guide us, but we're supposed to lead them. That's the whole point. That's the that's the exchange. That's why they get on our fucking nerves. Because they trying to guide us. That's their job. Our job is to lead them and make sure, okay, you know what? You you okay, I understand where you're going. Well, let me change it to where I'm leading us. In the path that you're trying to guide me on. That's the even exchange. That's something I didn't realize back in the day. And my homegirl was trying to put me on some game. Ahead of her fucking time. And on some gangster shit. I don't think. I don't think American women got savvy. Like Japanese women. For real. I'm just going to put it out there. That That's for y'all. Japanese women know how. I mean financially speaking. They they smooth. They smooth. <laughs> they I, I don't know how to explain it, man. I don't know how to explain it, but ask a man that's with a Japanese or an Asian woman for that. Or an Asian man. A, a a significant other that's of the Asian uh descent. And they will tell you. Those, and this this ain't me being stereotypical or anything. They will tell you, those those motherfuckers change lives. (laughs) Asian people change lives, dude. Like, on some real shit. And in my experience, you know, Japanese people, especially the Japanese women, actually are the reason why I started getting more involved with my finances and understanding, okay, maybe all this drinking and smoking ain't good for me. Maybe always getting in trouble with the cops ain't good for me. And they down. That's the thing. They down. They down for the cause. Whatever that down cause is, they down. That's something I admire about Japanese culture. If they all believe, and, and it's easy because it's an, it's a, it's a homogenous, uh, it's a homogenous country, meaning every majority, 98% of the country is of the same descent, like most of the world, except for America. That's where our problems come at. But, but that's why I love America, because we're so unique. Uh, but it's kind of like they're all, they, they try... Their culture, and I love this about Japanese culture, is that they they try to get everybody on the same page. Like, everybody's in on everything. We, there's a system to it. And it's a system that is culturally and inherently, you know, in their DNA. Like, they just have a system because it's worked for their, you know, race in the country for so long. It's like, why, why fuck with the system? We're still around. 
a country is still 98% Japanese, like, we're doing something right. <laughs> we've been we've been bombed out the ass. We've fucking bombed other countries. We we we're still here. We're still we still have a culture. Albeit, you know, America kind of fucked a lot of things up by essentially writing drafting the modern constitution of Japan. Essentially, pretty much it was they wrote the constitution, and then the Japanese people were just pretty much like advisors to it even though it's said to be japanese japanese people didn't get a chance to write that shit out dude they didn't get a chance to write that shit out that's fucked up but they still made it their own and still developed the culture out of it man and that's the beauty of asian people and that's something i've just been through with a lot of you know my asian homies my asian niggas dude you know like you know one of my best friends is asian my nigga Anthony, man, you know, he, that nigga is the first part of money I've ever seen, man. It's like his family, he and he worked damn hard for it. It was it was a come up. I watched his dad come up. <laughs> you know, shout out to him and Judy, you know, and you know, all the rest of the gang, man. I'm you know, I love y'all, man. I, I'm looking out for y'all, man. I'm gonna come by and see the kiddos and Kick it with y'all soon, soon, soon. Maybe put y'all on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, I I got I got I gotta say, man. The, this I I I guess you could say it's a it's a I'm I'm just gonna t- I'm just gonna tell you something, and the reason why I'm rapping about women tonight like for men and this is just a you know podcast between you and me man like man to man so if you can tell your uh tell your significant other whoever is the more feminine out of the two (laughs) uh but yeah i'll give you a second y'all y'all talk it out He, she, they gone? Okay. I just want to be respectful. You know, the times we live in today. I'm young enough. I'm old enough. To, I'm old enough to be like, okay, let me teach y'all. Or let me tell y'all what I know. But I'm young enough to still know what the deal is. And I try to stay current with y'all. So I want to be inclusive with everybody. Not being PC. That's just who I am. Hey, I'm going to show you respect. That's the best way to get respect. So he, she, they, them, it, whatever you identify with, your significant other, I mean. If they out them room, it's just you and me, man. And I and I mean I'm I mean man. Man. Or the man or the more masculine in the relationship. However you're looking at it. I don't I don't care. But the man. I'm just gonna speak in traditional terms. Man. Uh and I'm away because they probably, I mean, they probably round in a few alone. My bad. You know, I, I don't mean to, <laughs> I don't mean to, you know, exclude you for a minute and just hear me ramble. But I'm, I'm really waiting for these niggas because this is just for us men. This is, this is a men's only uh, podcast episode tonight, man. All right. I know some of y'all still waiting around trying to listen to this shit, so. Whatever. Women need to listen to this too. So don't come at me. <laughs> Talking about you sexist, misogynistic, a-hole. Like, I I try to warn you. I try to warn you to get the fuck up out of here. And you didn't want to listen. That's problem one right there. That's the cost right there. That's the cost right there. Remember at the beginning when I said, you know, women make you, they make you better at a cost. This is making you better. How are you going to handle it? You going to just sit there and be like, all right, woman, he's, he's sitting here trying to tell you. Or, you, hey, you need to listen to what this man's about to say. Or are you going to let her go? Are you going to just let her just walk all over you like that? You're the man. You're supposed to lead. You're supposed to be the fucking lead in the play. 
She's just guiding you through it. Hey, this is what you, this is the scene. This is what's going on. Okay. Action. <laughs> how you going, how you going to handle this? So, I mean, that's what it is. That's what it is between us. Women. And these are, once again, I, this is, I try to warn y'all, but men, women are fucking assholes. The hoes. They hoes. And it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's it's in their DNA. You're going to see a lot of y'all that I'm talking to right now are about to have your hearts broken. I'm just being real with you. This is just a nigga being real with you because shit's about to get real. Women have thought themselves into surviving like a man because they're adapting. We made them adapt as such. Remember, we're the leaders. So they're trying to guide us and they're like, okay, well, since y'all being assholes with us and through history, they've kind of like guided it to where we're in this position now to where we're going to meet too. And, you know, shit's being brought up from the past that we don't even remember. And then you just sitting there and it's believe the woman, you know, believe her, believe them. You know what I mean? Fuck the black dude kneeling. But believe her, whatever she's got to say, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's how, that's, I mean, and that's not a slight against anybody, but I'm saying just society wise, that's how we look at things. I'll listen to her before I listen to them kind of thing. And that's a fucking problem. We should not be listening to her. My own mama told me that never listen to a woman. You know what I mean? Hear them out. But like, you know, listen to them, but never do what a woman says. Essentially is what she was telling me. Never, you know, listen to us, understand us. But just because we're saying it as a man, you should not be doing it. We're trying, we're trying to fuck you up somewhere in there. We're trying to fuck you up and trying to put you in the spot. You got to grow. You got to grow wise and progress, man. We all got to. I got to. You know, I started the story off with, you know, the poems that I wrote in jail. And I had a particular girlfriend. I had, I, had, I dated a, a few girls from Japan when I was younger, uh, when I was in college and when I dropped out. And, you know, when I, uh, uh, you know, X, Y and Z. And I remember there was one that she, I don't, I don't know how to put it, but it was like, she understood the situation. She, I was, I was living with her at the time and she was a transfer student. That's the fucked up part. I'm grown ass man. I'm like 25, 26. And she, she was a transfer student. She was like 22 at the time. And I was dry, I like I said, I was fucking broke, homeless in Sam in San Marcos, right? I just recently dropped out. And because, you know, I joined after the military. I went I went to school after that, so that explains the recent dropout and stuff like that. Anyways, uh at that time. Um but I remember one night, I don't know what it was, but it was kind of, and I look back at it, man, but <sighs> essentially, uh, I, I, I think we had an argument and something had went down to where essentially she got in the middle between me and my Japanese roommate at the time and it was over her and I blamed her for the shit. Right. But I completely, but, but at that time I was so fucking miserable about everything. Cause it was like, I couldn't have my cake and eat it too. And it was kind of like they put me and I still feel like 
it wasn't a fucked up situation. It was just a shitty situation. It was it was essentially I had to choose between my friend and the girl. And I'm happy I chose the girl, but I didn't feel right until years later about it. But it was like it took her to say some real ass shit to me about that, right? So the last time we spoke was years ago. And I, I, and you know, the last, and I, and I'll never forget it because it was kind of like a cold, it was cold. Like what she told me, she, she didn't miss words. She, she, she was nice about it, but she didn't miss words. And I was like, man, that is a cold bitch. Like, like she dropped me like a bad habit, but I was talking to her. And I think one of the last things she said, she was like, and I I don't know where she brought this up. And I think this was her way of letting me down. Like I moved on kind of shit. And she was like, uh, she was like, so she was like, so you remember what I told when you told me that I was the reason, like I was the reason why you lost your friend. And I could think about it at that time. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? And then I told her exactly what I'm about to tell y'all. I was like, and this is years later after we dated. And I was just keeping in touch with her at the time. Cause I was like, man, you know, this is the one I got to make it work. I got to make it work. God didn't think it was in the plans. He was just like, man, she was just there to make you better, man. Like move on. And this is, like I said, this is years ago. So, uh, I was, she told me that shit. She, and I, and I was like, damn. Yeah. And I told her, you know, I was in a bad spot. You know, I had just lost my best friend choosing, you know, choose, I was, I was stupid. I was like, I should have never blamed it. I should have just said, okay, you know what? This dude didn't want to be real with me. And I, that shows what kind of friend he is. That's fucked up. And I used to say some hurtful shit to her, but it was like, it was like, and and I and I I'll say more borderline emotional abuse, man. I'm gonna be real. It wasn't like emotional abuse, like I fucking hate you kind of shit. It was kind of like put down shit, like, like, man, you're less than me. Like, I'm just being an asshole, like loving asshole, but just like. You know, I never put my hands on it, nothing like that. Like, you know, I did things and, you know, I even visited her a couple of times. But it looked, I looked back at it and I, and I, and I understand where she meant. It was like, that was the thing she just knew I was, it wasn't working. Like, like every, everything aesthetically was great, but like emotionally, like I was, I was just holding on to some shit I didn't have to hold on to. And it was preventing me from doing the shit that I should have been doing as a man. And, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't sit here and tell you exactly what the change was in me, but I can remember what my dad told me like a month afterwards. And remember, this is like twenty. This is like twenty sixteen, right? So I'm sitting there chilling, and uh, this is when it all goes down, and like the whole, you know, her telling me that shit and reminding me about the past and shit, and uh, my past catching up to me essentially. Like, oh, I thought I was doing everything to get back in the good graces, but everything I was thinking about, I was like, this bitch don't want to waste her fucking time with me. Like, at first I was mad, and then after a while, I was like, I'm a loser. Like, I'm a fucking loser. Like, it took her to say some shit from the past and then still call me a loser afterwards. Not like that, but just pretty much kind of make me figure out, like, man, you, I am a fucking loser. Like, why are you talking to my <laughs> Like, she saw the good of me, but she was just like, why don't you want to? Why don't you want to be better for me, nigga? Like, I'm here. Like, I'm giving you everything. 
and you just sitting there taking it. You're not trying to give anything back. Yeah, it's nice that you care for me and you love me and you know you're there for me. That's cool, nigga. I appreciate that. But I need I need someone to be down with me. Like I ain't got to worry about my I can't I don't have to worry about paying for your food and shit. Like when do you get to pay my food and shit where I don't have to worry about that shit? Where I don't have to make a transaction deal with you to make sure that we can have a good time in life. Like, and I and at that time I didn't get it, right? So it was like a month later. My dad, I tell him the same thing. Not to that extent. I was like younger. I was like 28. And uh, you know, the same thing I said essentially to y'all, I told my dad, and he's like, you know why she left you, right? Like, just <laughs> this is some cold shit. This is my family, right? And my dad was like, you know why she left you, right? And I was like, why? He's like, because you didn't have your shit together. Never met the girl. Never met the girl. Never. But he knew my situation. And he just sat there and flatly told me that shit. He was like, you don't have your shit together. That's the only reason why she left you. She was like, yeah, she, she, you know, from what I've been told him, you know, the shit that I know what went down with you and your homeboy and her and all the Japanese people. And I lost a lot of friends. I lost, I alien, I, I, because, I mean, when it came down to, you know how I said they're down for the cause, Japanese people, they're down for their cause. There was more than, there was more of them than me and they all sided with them. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, damn, like, I couldn't blame him. And I shut the fuck up. And I never told anybody about any of this shit until tonight. Because I was just like, I'm going to have my chance to be able to say some shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to say to disparage anybody in the story. I don't have any hard feelings towards them. But I think it's a good cautionary tale about being a man today. Because I think a lot of women are thinking the same way she is. Which is, if you ain't got it, I don't want it. And a lot of men can't deal with not being with a woman. That they can't deal with not with being by themselves. I saw it in jail, and I see it out here. The only difference is the motherfuckers in jail are violent and fucking crazy. In Bear County, at least, that I know. I was just there. I saw it. Y'all just heard the story in the last volume. That's all I'm saying, man. Like, you can't, you can't put a price tag on the mind of a woman. You can't put a price tag on that. A, that's priceless. A woman's mind is priceless because it's fucking crazy and it's fucking wild. And for some odd reason, it works. It works beautifully for them fucking crazy ass women, but it works. And it's because we think with our dicks, fellas. We try to, we think, we try to be, we, we think logically that if we're emotional, they'll, they'll accept us, but they don't want that. Like I said, if you don't got it, we don't want it. They want a man that thinks like, okay, shit's about to go down. X, Y, and Z has to happen. Fuck the emotions, woman. Stop crying. We got to do some shit. That's what they want, but we don't have enough of those. And I didn't, and I didn't peep that when she told me that, like, she was just like, you was being an emotional ass nigga when you were sitting there telling me that I was the reason why you and your homeboy ain't friends anymore. Fuck them. That's what she told me. And I couldn't get past that because I was in motion. I was like, man, you know, I heard him. But when I look back at that, that nigga did me wrong on that. I came to him. I was like, look, dude, you do know that this is happening. I know it's fucked up. I was like, if you want me to date her or not, and I, and I told, and I told her this, uh, like a long time ago, I remember this and maybe she doesn't, but I remember this conversation during that time, but I was like, you know, I almost, she was like, if my man, if my homeboy would have just told me who the Japanese dude, I was like, if my homeboy would have just told me that he didn't want, because I knew he didn't want me to date her because that was his crush. And that's fucked up. I've been on that side too. That's why I was trying to come at him on some pimp shit, not on some BS shit. 
I've been, I was him at one time. One of my homeboys took a, knowingly took a girl that I liked. And I, and I was just, I was like, you know what? Fuck him. In the military. I was just like, all right, fuck it. I, maybe my game ain't tight enough to where she's sitting here flirting with your ass and fucking, and I was dating her. That's some sip shit. But I see her on the couch with some dude. I take her home. I fuck the shit out of her. And then this is an Abilene. I fucked the shit out of her. And then the next week we broke up. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> you know, like, but this one, I understood. I was like, man, it hurt. It hurt. That's why, I, that's why we, I fucked her. I like, it was, it was consensual. Don't worry. <laughs> it hurt though. I was like, man. I can't believe this woman is just sitting here testing me. I was like 21, 22 at the time. It was a white girl back in Abilene. But I was like, when I was in the military, but I was like, man, I can't believe. And this nigga knows that I date her. And he's sitting there looking at me, kissing her, testing me, and testing my crazy. I was like, man, you ain't even worth the fucking fight, man. And he was some black, but I know he was trying to check me. I was like, man, y'all go ahead and, y'all go ahead and have a good time, man. I took her ass home. She fucking ended up stripping like a month later after that. Smart girl. Very smart girl. But I learned game way then. I was just like, damn, man. Like, you're going to play me like that? You're going to play me like that? Like, and, and, and I felt like a simp. Because even though they did ain't hung out, she went back home with me. But I felt like a, I felt like a cock after that. I was like, man, this is some bullshit. I, I should have done something. You know, the young me thinking about this but i was logical and i nothing came of it she ended up you know doing whatever the fuck she's doing i hope she's doing good now but she was i tell you this much she was stripping right after i left she was adjusted to it when i met her she was working at taco bell and i was drunk coming back from guitars and cadillacs <laughs> and fucking uh pass it through and this homegirl was sitting here uh fucking serving me my after my fucking drunk driving self back to base and you know i get her number in the fucking part in the driveway which i should have known fucking with that military money i had i fucking started balling on her ass and she got accustomed to a certain lifestyle and when my ass left her and nigga was just fucking her and not doing anything else, she got adjusted, and she was like, I can't go back to the fucking white slums of the fucking Abilene that I came from, like, I'm adjusted, I gotta adjust this lifestyle, like, this nigga just left me with all this lavishness and money, like, I gotta start stripping, and she went, and she went to the first place that every woman would think, stripping, using the body to make money, if in hard times. If there's no other option, women know they can use their body to make money. And that's why I'm giving y'all this cautionary tale. Because a good woman is going to tell you some real shit. And then sit there and be like, I'm moving on. I'm, 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 I'm leveling up. Like, you, you holding me back. Like, old girl did all my old uh, Japanese girl, uh, ex-girlfriend back in college. And fucking, you got fucking white sally fucking in abilene sitting there saying oh shit well i gotta use my body to to at least stay at this level i'll work it out from there and she's a very smart girl white sally i'm just giving her a nickname <laughs> very smart girl i don't date dumb girls she was smart she went she went after she lost me she was like, I got to stay at this level, and the best thing I see is stripping. You know what I mean? She went from Taco Bell to stripping after me. Before me, she was working at Taco Bell. After me, she was stripping. You know what I mean? <laughs> it takes a good man to make a better woman. I, I don't... Let me just put it this way. In that scenario, she became a better woman. She made a lot more money. She wasn't a fucking ugly woman. I mean, she was fine. She was stripping. She was making, and she was paying her way through college off of that strip money. She paid her way. She got an associate's degree and fucking stopped stripping. 
after who? Me, nigga. That's game. And so to be told by this, by my Japanese girlfriend, you know, to bring up some shit like, you remember when you told me that I was the reason why you and your best friend ain't friends anymore? You remember that shit, nigga? Like, she didn't say it like that, but her tone was like that. <laughs> and I was like, damn, like, I knew that was the nail in the coffin. She brought up some old shit, and she was like, and she didn't even say, she was like, you remember that? And I explained myself. She was like, oh, okay. And she was just like, all right, bye. And then, like, two two weeks later, she leaves me a message saying, you know, I'm, I got better shit that I'm doing, nigga. Peace out. Like, <laughs> And I and I haven't talked to her since. I was like, "Fuck it, man." I I I'm a I, I get it. Like I at that time I was doing better. I was you know I'm starting things. You know I was starting up standard act lavatories and shit, and you know or like at least kind of doing the you know the legwork to understand how to start an organization of some sort. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think you got to understand the difference between women, man. You know, you're, this is, remember, if this is just for the fellows that got their shit handled and they're just at this time and they're just sitting there listening to me, you know, but, uh, you got to. You got to move on. You got to keep trucking. No one gives a shit about you, nigga. You're a fucking man. You're a fucking man. You got to pick yourself up and fucking do shit. You got to make people want to be around you. That's something I've learned. You got to make people want to be around you. And for some people, it's not wanting to be around people like me. I don't want to be around people. Fuck fuck (laughs) y'all. I said y'all, not you, sir, ma'am, not you in particular, but y'all all together when there's a gaggle or a group of y'all, fuck y'all. I don't need to be around y'all. Yeah, y'all, whoever y'all is, I don't want to be around y'all. And I'm cool with people, I mean, shit, been alone for most of my uh, late 20s and, you know, early 30s, and I've been cool, man. I, I... I, I got too much shit in my own life. I mean, y'all have heard the stories. I got too much shit I, in my own life to where I'm just like, man, another person in my life would just actually be a hindrance in my own life. Some people don't have that option. Looking back, you know, some people need others. And in these times, in this COVID world, in August of 2020, nah. Nah, people ain't got time to be linking up with other people. You're and y'all gonna find that out. Y'all gonna find that out. We're all gonna find that out. I'm not trying to throw doomsday scenario, y'all. I, y'all, I'm just showing. I'm just telling y'all trajectory from everything we've been talking about. And you can go through all the episodes, all the stories I've been trying to tell y'all. This series is going to help you. It's going to. I know it is. I'm not going to sit here and waste my time trying to spit some game to y'all and not try to at least get y'all on the same page. That's, That's the lesson. We all need to be, you need to be on the same fucking page with your significant other. That's how we all win. We're all in this together, right? President Trump said it himself. We're all in this together. You know what I mean? Y'all love saying all lives matter. Okay, fuck it. All lives matter. Now look at which lives are being affected. The most. We got to understand each other, man. Now, 
And uh, like I said, man, it, like it, it, it can only be one of two things, man. Either we want to understand or we don't want to understand. That's the only thing that it is. And that's why we're in this situation. Because there's more of us that don't want to understand than there is people that want to understand. That's all it takes. And that's what I, it took for me to at least still have a good... And that's how, you know, moms and dads that are separated maintain good relationships with the others and still be able to live the life. They just understand. They're like, okay, you know what? This woman... Is still in my child's life. She's taking care of him, feeding him, blah, 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 blah. And I'm giving her money. Or vice versa. Like in my scenario, my dad didn't even have to fucking pay another woman. He was like, fuck it. I'm just taking the kids. He was like, fuck you. I don't trust you with my kids. My own father did that. Black father. And I keep putting that out so that y'all understand that they exist. And that single black dads are just as strong as single black moms and single parents period single white i've met my my mother my 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 uh dad's second marriage her her mother was a british british single white mother With a mixed baby, a black and white baby, who is the mother, that black and white baby is the mother of my half-brother. Same father. Her mom was a single white lady. So I, so it, it goes, it goes on all of them. She had to go through welfare and shit too. I peep game from y'all. That's why I told y'all that shit on red. I was like, I know there's white hoods. I've been in both. I've been in white hoods and black hoods. Like, I lived in them. <laughs> My 20s were wild, man. My 20s were fucking wild. You know what I mean? So, just, just understand, fellas. Like, women, women are just as important in everything you do. And probably more important in everything you do than anything else. Women change lives. Look at Black Lives Matter. It was started by three black women. Look at Me Too. It was started by women. A group of famous actors and actresses that fucking... And look at the Women's March when Trump got elected. Look at the the Moms for Protesters or whatever... Or the Moms for Justice or whatever that shit is going on in Portland... Where moms are lining up and protect the protests. White moms. Shout out to the white moms out there. Both single and with a spouse. Shout out to them. Doing their part to protect. Because they're just being mamas. They're like, man, that's some fucked up shit. Y'all killing our babies out there. Fuck that. I think about my nanny. The white woman I just said earlier not too long ago with my second mother. My dad was a mat. But. (laughs) But, uh. Yeah, man. I wanted to drop that story on y'all, man. Part three. Forever gain. In constant change. A better man today. A better man than I must say even more than me. He's there for her. He cares for her. These are things I know. For these are traits of better men that better men have shown. I'm now that man, a better man. A man with his own goals. A better man who's better than any man before. I'm better than a lesser man. A man I have once known. No longer is this lesser man a man of my own soul. I'm better than a better man. I've paid the price of four. The price I weighed is greater than the weight of Egyptian gold. Who better than a better man to open up his door? And right behind stands a better woman who is better than before. 
I want this podcast to be a testament. And I know so I sound self-righteous, man, but this is this is about relationships. This is about you and them, whoever them is, whether it's singular or plural. Whoever them is, this is about you dealing with them because I think it's easier to trust yourself than trust others. And I think it's easy easier to worry about others than to worry about yourself. So I'm going to try to do my part and just be a voice out there for you and tell you, man, male, strong male, intelligent, strong, smart man, Stand up. Do your job. Go out and get it. You you are in the perfect time to do something. Everybody's looking for some fucking wisdom. They're done with foolishness. They're done with it. Now they want wisdom. Now they want someone out there or people out there to at least be a sound voice of reason. No matter how it comes across and no matter, as long as it comes to a point that they're like, wow, okay, you know what? This man is trying to make a positive change. Go and be that. Go out and do that. Every story, and this is from an anime. I forgot what anime I was watching. I think it was, no, it was either, an, no, was it anime? Or was it Yakuza Zero? It was one of those. But, uh, no, it was an anime. In an anime, this guy, oh, Kenichi, the strongest disciple. Uh, <laughs> you know, Kenichi was talking about, you know, trying to get uh, Miyu, the, uh, his friend, you know, trying to, and I recommend y'all get uh, a chance to watch that, man. It's a good, it's a good anime. But my man, Kenichi, the main character, was trying to get some, you know, trying to spit some game at Miyu, and Miyu wasn't having it. You know, she, she has feelings for him, but she was just like, nah, this ain't the time, and, you know, was bummed out about it. And one of the teachers came across and was like, you know, if history serves me right, it's the man who works hard and has a goal that always gets the girl at the end. And I don't think I don't think I could agree with that statement anymore. That's profound. And it's true. I wasn't working hard. I didn't have a goal. I didn't get the girl. And it's probably, and it's most likely happened in your life. If you are a bust ass nigga or were a loser at one point in your life and you wasn't having shit going on for you, it was because you were that. You were a loser. You were a buster. You wasn't doing shit. You didn't have a goal. Ain't no unless you want some cheap pussy that's just on the same page. Women don't women don't want to work if they don't have to work. They want to chill. They want to have the option to work. That's what women want. They want to have the option to work. That's why they mad at us. It ain't because we we don't want them to work. It's because we don't give them the option. We just say, you know what? Fuck it, man. You know what? This is better. We don't give them the option to work. And that's their problem. They they that's why they always in our ass. Not only because of that, but I'm just using a microcosm. But that's why they always in our ass about equal pay and all that shit. If we gave them the same option that men got, they wouldn't fucking, they wouldn't have a problem. They have to have options. That's why women are so reactionary. They feel they've, they've never been given options. So when you have that smooth nigga that comes around and says, I got this, I got that, I got this, I got that. What do you want? 
And to come at them not like, oh, baby, what do you want? No, none of that shit. Like, hey, I got my shit going on. I can find other people that will love all this shit. What is it that you want, baby girl? You want this? You want that? Because if you're taking your time, I got shit to do. There's a woman that knows how to a lot quicker than what you... And they'll be like, oh, no, 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 no. It's just so much. I don't want to leave. No, it's just so much going on. I've I just never had, and you know how they say, I've just never been given so much, or I've just never had so much, or something. Something that's measured in the word much. How much do you love me? How much, how much, how much did you pay for that when you was out with her the other night? You know what I mean? Measure it in volume. And usually volume is a transaction of money. So, let me leave y'all on this. Y'all got y'all to gotta lead, fellas. But y'all got to be better men. And the only way you're going to be a better man is if you find a better woman, whether it's a, your own mama or a different mama or, you know, or, or a, your sister, your, your aunt, your cousin, your niece. I don't care. Your, your girl, you know, your wife, your grandma. I don't give a fuck. You know? Whoever. You got to find a better woman to be a better man. But it takes a better man to create a better woman. Think about it. This is another... This is another Midnight Podcast. I'll be back.
conversation Ain't exactly where we're at It's so strange Deciding I know I kind of rushed this one. I feel like, man, I was, I got a lot of projects coming up. Um, if you've been following along uh, and you're a particular kind of cat when it comes to punctuality, you're not gonna get it from me. I'm a little late with this one, um, but hey, you're listening to me, and that means that I got it out there. So. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed tonight's podcast. And if you have anything you want to say to me, or if you got thoughts of, you know, just want to talk and chit chat, as always, you can reach me at 
Midnight Podcast Club at gmx.us. You can also find us on the social web, uh, not the internet web anymore, it's all social media, so I call it the social web now. You can get us at Instagram, at Standard Labs, you can also find us at Standard Labs MPO on Facebook, or go to Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Standard Labs MPO. Uh, if you feel like you're feeling foggy tonight and you want to help a brother out with the cause and everything that goes on here at Standard Active Laboratories, we got more things coming up. We got a new podcast that we are working on. Uh, so, you know, thank y'all for uh, chipping in and helping a brother out when y'all could. Uh, we got other people. It's not just going to be me, we got a lot more people and a lot more talent and a lot more content and fun stuff for you guys to get involved with us with, and it actually helps the community. We're going to try to use our influence to uh, better the community in various sorts of ways. We're going to start providing jobs here in the winter, uh, 2020, early 2021, uh, January December time frame, so look out for that. Got a lot of other cool stuff. We're doing it. You know, it was hard, you know, looking back at it and sitting in a closet and being mad at the world, and now look, look where we at. Four months later, we got, we got a little thing going. You know, we got, we get, we get a little look here and there, so you know, shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for believing in you know, the words that are coming out of my mouth and related to a brother and helping a brother out. And if you want to get involved with everybody else helping us out over here at Standard Active Laboratories, head on over down to anchor.fm slash Midnight Podcast Club. You can uh, drop a voice message. You can also share some support and donate your support. And it's four easy options. You can donate 99 cents a month, $1.99 a month, $3.99 a month, I think $9.99 a month. Uh, but the only way you can be sure is to go to the actual website. Once again, uh, our official nonprofit website is, in fact, anchor.fm forward slash midnight podcast club. We out here. We out here. And before I go, what you're listening to is the smooth sounds of Casio P and their song Midnight Rendezvous uh, from the album. And, you know, just give me a second. I got to look it up because I don't want to mess up their crap, too, and sit there and say that, uh, <laughs> sit there and say that I don't know what I'm talking about and mess up the discography, man. So just give me a second. Alright, hold on. Get it. Give me one second. I'm coming around. Well, dang, man. <laughs> oh, man. Midnight Rendezvous it comes from the album. Let's see. Oh, self-titled album, uh, Cassiope, nineteen seventy-nine. So that's why I couldn't think of the title. <laughs> and before that, you listen to. Mac DeMarco's uh, Moonlight on the River off his album, This Old Dog. And at the beginning, got to give a shout out to my man, rest in peace, New Jabez, his song, Horizon, and the album, Modal Soul. We appreciate everything that you did for us in the hip hop community, man. Just putting your foot forward on that and you know much love to all my people back in japan uh i hope i didn't embarrass nobody 
I've embarrassed y'all enough in real life, face to face. So, and I hope every single episode that I drop uh, does more good than bad. I'm tired of putting people in bad spots, man. So this is my way of kind of the long road back to being a good dude, you know, so. All right, enough of that. I'm out of here. I'll see y'all. Fuck it. I don't know. I'll see y'all soon. A couple of weeks from now. All right. Stay involved. Keep in touch with your family, your friends. You know, once again, drop a line that Midnight Podcast Club at gmx.us. Shit. Email me. Chat with me. I'll respond. Y'all stink. Go take a bath. I'm out. Good night.